Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Butch Davis joins us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly sets beyond convenience. Uh, Butch, good morning. We always love talking to you. Have you ever heard the phrase, (laughs) the ceiling is the roof? I don't know. I've heard about the roof being on fire, but I <laughs> we're all guys cheering and screaming in the locker room after great victories and stuff. But I don't think I've ever heard of the roof being the, the or the ceiling being the roof before. Yeah, I think Michael Jordan got some. He he got his phrases mixed up. It sounds like right. Yeah. Well, uh, seems that way. Did you? Uh, how much? Did you ever have much interaction with Michael Jordan when you were at your time at UNC? You must have met him a bunch of times. I, I met him a few times, and I actually met him. Uh, uh, from Wes Wesley, you know, when he was actually still playing, uh, got a chance when I was in Cleveland, got a chance a couple of times to meet him. Uh, he and Wes are great friends and stuff. So I got a chance to meet him then. Is he, I mean, he, I imagine he's considered royalty on the campus at uh, Chapel Hill, right? No doubt about it. I mean, obviously the entire basketball program, you know, pretty much centers around, you know, he and James Worthy and a lot of the guys that played there in the, in the late seventies and the early eighties and stuff. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a a history and a tradition like nobody else in in college basketball can have. Do you think, uh, you know, the players that you have now at FIU, okay. They're young kids, 18, 19 years old, uh, not someone like Michael Jordan because it's a different sport, but take take any any great football player. I mean, it could be Jerry Rice or it could be Joe Montana. D- does that type of player you think still resonate with the eighteen the nineteen year old football player? I think that there. I, I believe that there's some of them do because just simply because of all the you know the thirty for thirties, the the history lives, the ESPN, how the classics. Uh, kids still watch a lot of those kinds of things, and they go back and they look at a lot of the Super Bowls. and And do they have the same impact that maybe a you know a Tom Brady has and the guys that are the stars currently right now? Maybe not. You know, uh, most wide receivers know who Julio Jones is and who the the elite players in the National Football League are. But uh, I think the I think the guys that were the huge superstars, I think they absolutely definitely do. But the guys that you know that I remember back in the seventies and the eighties, and Brett probably knows. A lot of guys in the in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands, and you know today it's two thousand seventeen. Get you know uh, those kids. They they probably you know their their limitations only go back probably eight to ten years. What are you thinking right now going on in the weight room? I saw a nice little video you guys put out there yeah. with the DJ. You guys got the midnight workouts. Uh, <laughs> the coaching staff is excited. Well, what's going on yeah. over there at FIU football right now? No, Brett, I tell you what, we, we just completed Friday night uh, the, uh, an eight-week off-season conditioning program, strengthening conditioning, the lifting part of it. Uh, you know, Ted Smith's done a great job in that aspect, and obviously, Brett, you're familiar, we added uh, Andrew Swayze to, to really work with the change of direction, the speed development of this team, and those two guys with the other three strength and conditioning coaches, they had a great off-season, and Friday night was a culmination of it. Uh, they put on what was called a champions night and showed a lot of videos of just all different kinds of people that were champions, champions, Olympic ice skating, um, you know, the 
hockey team, uh, Jordan, a lot of the you know NBA, Super Bowls, national championship football, videos were playing, posters were up, and the excitement level was unbelievable. And you know, when you think about trying to get a lot of college football players on a Friday night to give up their Friday night, uh, to do that, you know, it was very impressive. Uh, we've had a good off season, and, and Tuesday, uh, tomorrow morning, you know, at eight fifteen, we're going to get our very first opportunity to see these guys put on a helmet, and go out, and actually start doing some football-related things. So, uh, we are super excited about it. I'm sure you've seen some results. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to, to go yeah. ahead and list them all, but what do you think in comparison to what you saw coming into this program in just a short period of time? The results of that weight room and off season yeah. conditioning. Well, Brett, the biggest thing that I have seen is the willingness of these kids to work. I mean, they, I, we have watched them do mat drills at 6 a.m. in the morning for, you know, for 45 minutes on some days and for an hour for some of the other days. I've watched them work out in the weight room. I've watched them do a lot of their conditioning things. And the one thing that these kids do, they embrace how, you know, the training aspect of it. They have not spit the bit at all. And uh, we've pushed the envelope to try to find out, you know, one, obviously to develop their skills, make them bigger, faster, stronger, uh, to really try to challenge them to compete against each other. I mean, one of the things that's really, you know, changed over the years is, you know, the old days, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you just went in the weight room and guys just lifted for put in X amount of time, did so many reps. Now it's about competition. It's about the guy that's next to you. Can you do more reps? Can you do more weight? Can you be more explosive? And, uh, you know, and everything was a challenge, even in some of the grass drills and the things we had on the field. Uh, you get an opportunity to see them and how competitive that they can be and how competitive that they need to be. If we're going to be a good football team, they've got to learn to compete. And, and uh, you know, and I think that they had a really good offseason as far as that's concerned. we got Butch Davis here with us, head football coach at FIU. So you're going to get the pads on, you get the helmets tomorrow. Is, uh, is Coach Butch Davis going to be a little bit anxious tonight then? Yeah, I'll probably go to sleep with my eye black on, get my ankles taped, and we might sleep with a helmet on. But, uh, you know, the, the only thing that Brett can resonate with as far as this is, as is this, uh, tomorrow is still grass basketball. It's uh, helmets with only T-shirts and shorts, so it's not too far removed from the NFL combine where it's all, if you're a great athlete, you'll look really good these first two days, and then when we get the helmets and shoulder pads on, then we can actually find out who actually can truly, you know, play football. Pretty a uh, pretty different landscape now than than the you know down here in, in Florida with the head football coaches. Considering uh, the last time you were a head coach here in Florida with UM, I mean because now what we're talking Lane Kiffin at FAU, we know Mark Richt at UM and you know UCF. Uh, they're a player these days. We obviously know what UF and FSU are capable of. Quite different uh, these days, huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of growth in a lot of these programs over the last, you know, couple of decades. And and the one thing, though, guys, I mean, let's let's be honest about it. I mean, Florida, the state of Florida produces a tremendous amount of of athletes. It always has. I mean, there's been in excess of over 300 kids signed Division One scholarships, you know, probably for the last 20, 25 years. And there's never been a time, in my personal opinion, that that recruiting and, and in the state of Florida has always been extraordinarily high. I think it would be disrespectful if we didn't say that. You know, when Bobby Bowden was at Florida State, you know, Jimmy Johnson, myself, whoever was at Miami, Steve Spurrier at Florida. There's always been Jim Levitt at South Florida was, you know, was one of the you know college football really really good you know football coaches. Uh, and so certainly, you know, the guys that are in head positions now, uh, you know, there's always going to be good competition. You just got to 
create your own brand, identify the type of kids that give you a chance to be champions and, uh, and, and recruit because there's always going to be this year. Think about this, guys. There's, there's 128 Division One football schools, and this year I think that it was like 101 schools signed somebody from the state of Florida. So uh, there was probably only like 17 schools that didn't recruit you know, in Florida, so there's always going to be a ton of competition for the kids that play down here. We had the uh, we had the combine going on the last few days with the NFL. You think too much emphasis is put on uh, all those numbers, all those scores, and whatnot? Yeah, the, and I think the biggest part of it that you you know that you get is the medical and the actual opportunity to to get interviews. And and I think from a coaching perspective, I, I went there as an assistant coach and as a coordinator, as a head coach, and you do see some things athletically that maybe you know either validate or question some of the video that you've actually watched. If you've watched tape on a lot of the kids that you're actually coaching or thinking about drafting, and you go, boy, I really wonder how good is he on his on change of directions, or uh, maybe it's a defense back how quick can he get in and out out of a break uh can he flip his hips change direction obviously john ross lit it up yesterday that kid made millions of dollars yesterday running the fastest 40 time in the history of the combine running 422 uh but the one thing that if you watched tape on the kid over the last two years he can actually play wide receiver he's not just a guy that can blow the top off of it and run uh he can get in and out of breaks he's he was explosive in a big play uh uh, receiver for the University of Washington this past season, and uh, you know, but there's 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 parts of it that are good, and then some of it is clearly, you know, just highly overrated because a lot of kids look good in those drills but can't play a lick. Well, yeah, and how about you know, I saw the McCaffrey kid; he had trouble with the bench pressing. Like, how important is that to you when you yeah. see that? No, I, to me, it's not a deal breaker. I mean, obviously, the offensive and defensive linemen. I mean, it it, it speaks to. You know their, you know the strength at the point of attack, their ability to separate from blocks and or to extend as Brett did. You know just dominate guys and block them and, you know. But uh, yeah, for a running back to go in there and, you know, if they go in there and they lift three or four, then that would be a huge red flag for a kid to go in there and do twelve to fifteen or whatever. Uh, for a running back, it's more about durability, speed, change of direction. You know, can they catch the ball out of the backfield? And I mean, if you watched any college football film on on Christian McCaffrey over the last couple of years. I mean, he is one of the most versatile athletes maybe in this year's draft because not only do you get an outstanding running back, but you get a kid that can return punts, return kickoffs. I mean, this is a guy that's going to you know, be a potential three-down back because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. You can misplace him in personnel groupings, and uh, he's, a, he's a very, very talented young man. When, uh, when you first met, when you guys were recruiting Brett, at UM, and and you got out the tape measure, and you you actually saw how short his arms were. Like, <laughs> were, you, were you were you questioning why you gave him a scholarship? He was powerful. No, absolutely. And and Britt underplays a lot of the versatility. I mean, there was times you know, he ended up having to play left tackle. I mean, and he you know he was he was the perfect ideal guy for the interior three guys. He could play center. He could play both guards. He had the athletic ability and had the intelligence to do all the protections and stuff. But uh, you, you know, we had to throw him out there at left tackle, and uh, and and his competitiveness helped him survive. You know, I'll tell you, and I'm I'm not trying to kiss up to you, Brett, because that's the last thing I want to do. Of but, but but coach, you know, Brett played ten years. In the NFL, okay? He won the Remington Award, okay, in college football. Isn't it stupid, with the draft coming up next month in April, isn't it stupid through seven rounds of an NFL draft, not a single team was willing to spend a draft pick on him? I mean, that's dumb, Coach. 
No doubt about it. I mean, you look you look at it and you see it almost every single year. I mean, we almost didn't draft, and he wouldn't have gotten drafted in today's draft was Leon Lett. I mean, he was at Emporia State Teachers College, and, you know, and, and fortunately at that time, you know, the draft was more than seven rounds, and you brought him in, you put him on the practice squad, and next thing you know, you know, he becomes a fantastic player. But, I mean, year in and year out, there's lots of guys that get overlooked, uh, and they go in as free agents. It's, it's all, all very similar to a lot of guys that you assign in, in high school that sometimes don't have uh, – uh, you know, a whole lot of college offers. Uh, this Friday, Russell Maryland's going to speak to our team, and and one of the things that you know that resonates about Russell is he was unbelievably under recruited and and uh, didn't sign with UM until a couple of months after National Sign Day. Santana Moss is another great example that didn't have a great deal of offers, and uh, you know sometimes people just don't have the ideas exactly either how to identify them or who they are and where they are. Great job, Coach. Always love talking to you. Love yeah. it when you stop by with us. Hey, guys, I expect both of you to be out here sometime soon. Come get a dose of, of fix of football and watch some practice. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Great. Thanks, yeah. Coach. Appreciate it, Butch. All right, guys. All Bye-bye. Right. See ya. That's Butch Davis right there. I'm not trying to kiss your ass, Brett, so forget everything that I just said. All right? It's just like if I could bring out the, the little, you know, the... The, well, the funny thing is... The light, is, the men is, in black is, light, and race your is, memory is, there, is I would Butch do it. Butch actually, they drafted a center in the first round that year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.